All right, people, it's been a while since our last podcast, and a lot has gone on. But I got to circle back a little over a week ago. You know, mainly got to talk to my, my huge baseball guys here. Because uh, mm. I'm not a huge baseball I used to be, but I'm not really a huge baseball guy anymore. You're just a baseball guy, not a I'm, huge yeah, right, right, right. baseball guy. And we're so, big, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge sports guy. So, And maybe I was getting a little more into baseball. Short season, we were kind of missing out on some sports. I was getting a little excited. But now, now you got this unwritten rule bullshit coming up, and I'm not happy about it. I'm losing a little respect for the game out here. I don't. I need you guys to walk me through it here. What is this? What is it? Kick it off, Junior. All right. Well, this is a weird situation. Um, it's like the, the. I mean, it all started. For now, I think it's Fernando Tatis. They were up eight, and he swung on a three-zero, and it just like hit a grand slam, and then everyone like came out and just had a problem with it. And, I don't think uh, everybody did. He, even his coach, his own coach. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't think I don't think everybody did. I think it was mainly the old people, like the old baseball fans, and like the media, just so they had something to talk about. You talking to old people right now? Yeah, yeah. Not a huge old, old people. people guy. Oh, <laughs> not, not just people. an old people guy. You're just an old people. Guy. <laughs> what, if, what if we got what if we got old people listening to our podcast? They probably don't know just how kidding, to work guys. a podcast. But whoa, Pete, whoa. that's old as a man. Come but, on, is, man. but is that old? An old it's a... an old thing. I didn't really know that. Like I thought it's so it's it's usually like the people who have and it's not even like un- unwritten rules in general are just bullshit. But. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I took it know. is as. I don't know where to begin. Oh. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I don't know where to begin. I got sidetracked <laughs> by the old people. Uh. <laughs> well, I always thought like I know, pitches are taken three zero. I always thought it was just kind of the safe thing to do, like somewhat smart, and that's the only reason I thought they did it. But now I'm learning that there. It just feels like there's some sort of gentleman's agreement out there that like the, the actual to not get that ass beat. What? To beat that ass, a gentleman's agreement. Because basically, the 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 issue is is that the, he was swinging when they were already up three zero. The pitcher's struggling, obvious, obviously. But so that that's like that's the issue, right? If, if the issue the pitcher's is, gonna step his game up. If that same shit happens and it's the World Series, does it go down the same way? Like, does it? Are people pissed off? Uh, they'll probably say it was disrespectful. Respectful. It's the media. I, all the fans would enjoy it. All the fans would enjoy it. If I'm, if I'm on, media, like, if I'm on the opposing team and that happens to my team, I'll be like, "Well, shit, that guy sucks." As far as the pitcher, like, you should have thrown a better pitch. Like, they're they're there to swing the bat. They're not there to, um, you know, they're not there to yield to the pitcher. In no sense of it. So I think it's a bullshit, quote unquote, unwritten rule. The only unwritten rule that I would somewhat agree with is stealing bases like up by like. Eight runs. There's no. There's really that. no point for it. You're getting. You're there to pay. You're there to hit the ball, not to take. You know, pitches. That's that's what it comes down to. But stealing bases when you're up. That's the only unwritten rule that I would actually agree with. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I, it's weird. Your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. All right, hang up and listen. I'll uh, hang up and listen. Yeah, the manager. Both managers were pissed. I mean, the players were pissed. I mean, his own team had to like kind of tell him what he did wrong. I I just don't get why that's so wrong. I don't know. I just, I'm just not getting why that's so wrong. I think, like, like what if that happened in the NFL? What if it's like fourth down and the team's going for it? Like we have to we have to leave one wide receiver wide open. So that I I mean I, I think it's equivalent there because uh, I don't I just yeah, don't get it. I, I would agree. I just don't I just don't get it. You're just supposed to I, I don't know, I don't know. There's people there's teams cheating. You, you play through the whistle. You there's teams the out whistle. there cheating to win World Series, and we're all worried about a guy swinging three zero and hitting a grand slam. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Yeah, it is, I, don't, weird. I think it's because if you ask like who's in charge of baseball, like that's not they're not going to say that's they're just like that's not a rule. That's all they're going to say. Like I, I don't know. It just seems weird that like the players and the uh, the managers have kind of a different idea on the rules. That's just the way I took what I took from it. I think I thought it was ridiculous. I I was in shock seeing that whole thing. I was I was not not expecting that to ever happen. Ridiculous. I mean, what's also weird is like his own. Obviously, he's he's doing what he was coached, and his coach like it just doesn't make sense. 
Like I blame the coach no more sense. than him. If the if the coach has a problem with it, like you tell him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just the old heads. They're just the. Uh, I I get some of the teammates too, but that's you know when when you're a leader, you're, he's a young player. The the coaches are going to talk to the leaders of the team. Be like, hey, go talk to him about that. I'm sure like the leaders of that team don't even give a shit. They're like nice, nice fucking rip, man. Yeah. At least that's what I would be saying. Yeah. So if you got a problem with it, if you got a problem with my opinion, you can go ahead and DM me on Twitter. Oh. Okay. Oh. If right. they know how to work Twitter. Oh. <laughs> they do. I think they know how to use the no, Twitter. No, Well, if they're here, they probably know how to work Twitter because I only tweet out these links, really, to get here. <laughs> oh. There's other ways yeah. to find it, but, you know. But uh, we were we were planning on discussing kind of the NBA playoffs through it's we're halfway through the first round maybe a little more some teams have swept who swept the uh, the Heat swept surprisingly and Big the, guy. you're a huge Heat guy yeah I'm just the huge. Heat guy I'm just the huge Jimmy Butler guy um, oh me too yeah but who else the Celtics actually swept as well Celtics and the Raptors and the Raptors swept swept is well but yeah actually basketball games just as of today we're recording this on the 26th actually postponed uh, the players you know the Bucks players actually stepped up and decided to boycott the game and uh, the today's game against the Magic and that kind of a little bit of a chain reaction there some other teams said they were going to do it some other players said they were going to do it and then now the NBA stepped in and decided to kind of postpone the games here uh, because what's going on, you know, and they want to, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think there's people like split on this that people obviously are dying to see them play, but I, I do think I do think this is for the, the, you know, it's for the right reasons. Like they're doing this for the right reasons. Um, I, almost, I don't know if it's, I keep saying this, but I, I don't know how to word this any better so people understand it, but I was talking about it on Twitter a little bit, but, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're really gonna get anywhere with this. I think maybe now they are, but the way the with the Bucks were, I, my thinking was the Bucks are gonna, you know, boycott, but this other team's not, and this team is, and I. That's where I was saying that I don't think um, we're gonna get anywhere with this. You know, I, I don't know, and um, but the NBA stepped in and decided to post. But I think that was the right move. That's what I'm getting at. I think the NBA needed to step up first. They didn't, but now they did at least. Uh, and I'm just curious to see how long it's to be postponed for, but it's it's a tough spot to be in. But yeah, I don't know if anybody else has thoughts on that. I mean, it's a lot going on, and uh, obviously the situation is completely shitty. But uh, no, I get why the players did it in the sense that you know they don't want any distraction. NBA, NBA, in 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 the eyes of the situation, the NBA is a distraction for the you know the citizens halfway across the U.S. You know what I'm saying? So. I think uh, them postponing it for that cause and saying, hey, look at this, I think that's realistically what their goal was, and I think they somewhat accomplished it. There were some MLB teams that were uh, backing out too, so I mean, we'll see how long it carries over. Yeah. Um... yeah I think that this was like a – in terms of like actually – Bringing change, I think that this actually does more than just like wearing a T-shirt because its actions speak louder than words. Yeah, honestly. Well, yeah. you take action by putting the shirt on. Right. No, but I mean, this is, this is bigger than just wearing a shirt. Yeah. I saw the the Washington football team. They were supposed to have a scrimmage, inter squad scrimmage tomorrow, and they canceled that. So that's the first first NFL team that's like made any changes to their to their schedule yeah so we'll see who else takes, side, takes the step too side note was there like weird Dan Snyder like information that came out today or did I I, I didn't I don't know if I read it but uh, I, I think thought there was more like more and more yeah coming out about the uh, sexual harassment stuff with them it's it's a it's a whole it's a big old mess I think they're moving forward in that with the uh, I think more and more women are coming out saying they were, you know, kind of like there was, yeah, they were kind of sexually harassed there and by uh, a lot, m- multiple different staff members there. So I think just more and more of that's coming out. So it's, it's an absolute, uh, it's an absolute mess. 20, 2020 is literally burning. It's burning. It's, literally, it's well, literally, literally in California and other places and figuratively, it's just out. We're, we're in hell right now, man. This is crazy. The shit that's been going on. 
Apparently, there's during an NFL investigation, they're finding like disturbing stuff about Dan Snyder and leaked or in videos that they're finding. So I don't think we see any of that, but yeah, it looks like more and more is coming out on that. So that's. I'm surprised he hasn't stepped down. Yeah, I feel like, like that's gonna happen, and he, he's gonna it's gonna have. To, he's a pretty stubborn guy. He's a pretty stubborn guy. So I don't know, but it, it's probably something that's gonna have to happen pretty soon. It's I mean it's unfortunate for for fans too because I I don't know. It's, you know who uh, you know who is feeling pretty good about themselves right now? Robert Kraft. All yeah. that all that drama that he came out with him, everybody forgot it real quickly. <laughs> just disappeared, just like that. It's like a magic trick. It's like everything's right here, but now it's all gone. Back Patriots to, are back. They're back. They're going all the way. Confirmed. Back to the NBA playoffs. Yeah, we plan on discussing, you know, how it's going so far, our thoughts on certain series, players, if we're surprised on something. Uh, and, yeah. Anybody's anybody's thoughts? What do you guys got? I want to hear Pete's thoughts. <laughs> My thoughts. Um... I don't know. I just it's just fun watching some of these younger players step up. Like we're seeing superstars in the making. Like I don't know. We we saw Luka da- Luka Doncic. I don't want to butcher his name. Are you gonna say you're my player? <laughs> Luka. What's your my player's I mean, name? <laughs> no, we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Luka Balzic. Balzic. No, it's not. Yeah, Luka. Luca's stepping up. He's got that series at two to two, or now it's three to two. The uh, Clippers won last night, but um, I mean he's carrying that team without Porzingis. We saw Donovan Mitchell ankle. drop. On a sprained ankle, yeah. Yeah, on a sprained ankle. We saw Donovan Mitchell drop two fifty-point games this series. The only players to ever do that in one series is Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson. So Donovan Ooh. Mitchell's in some some rare company there. And then now we're seeing Jamal Murray step up a lot too. He dropped a fifty-point game. He dropped a forty-two-point game. So it's cool seeing some of these, some of these younger players that like I don't know. Some people, I mean, people. I think people know about them, but like not really know how good they are. Kind of step up in in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I got. Uh, what do I? What do I got? But other than what you covered, I got three interesting things or takeaways here. The Heat just, just wow. How about those Heats? Uh, I thought that was going to be a very close series. can go either way. I thought they had Game 7 written all over it, and the Heat swept them. To me, it's still kind of crazy. I, a lot of people like the Heat. They like the roster, and obviously they're good. But I look at the Heat on paper, and I don't know. I don't think that team's that great on paper. Like, You're a bunch of junkyard dogs. I, I, was telling, I was trying to tell you. I was like, this, this team's deep. They got, like, I mean, they're not like... Well, they don't have anybody. Yeah, that's Jimmy, like the, everybody that plays for them is good. That's like the good thing. Yeah, they but. got Jimmy Butler, and they have... But like their bench is just solid, too. And they have and they have really good veterans on the team. They got the pa- Iguodala, to me, the Pacers got. on paper looked a lot better. Like a lot better. I don't know. I think that's a... Like, oh. He plays good team basketball. Every, everyone's yeah. touching the ball. The points are spread out. There's people like uh, like coming out of rain. They have like a Native lead. American connection. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's the American connection? Phil Jackson talked about it in the last. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Call me off guard there. Actually. I got it. I got it right away. Yeah, Pete gets you, man. I'm not, Pete gets you. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think uh, they have some good veterans. I think Iguodala is going to help them out, and Jay Crowder's helping them out, and uh, they got Autobios, another young player I should have mentioned that's. That's balling out, and Tyler Hero, too. It's just good Hero's team basketball. Piece. All right, that was my number one thing um, about, about the playoffs so far. My number two. What's your number two thing? My number two thingy here is the Thunder, how impressive the Thunder are, but more importantly that they're just dominating with their three best players all on the floor at once, and all three of them are point guards in Chris Paul, Shea Gal- Gilgis Alexander, and Dennis Schroeder, who's actually playing extremely well. I think that's it's just crazy. Well, they could, they could do it because the Rockets play P.J. Tucker at center like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, but... But he starts at center, he's 6'7". He's a small forward. These guys are just... I don't know if it's because and of sh- that, though. Because Gilgis, they're just too fast for anybody. Like, they're just too fast, well, I mean, too Gil- smart, they can Gilgis shoot. Gildas Alexander is like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, so he's, he's, he's a got big a little length guard. to him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, super impressive that they're able to do that. See, yeah, seeing how yeah PJ Tucker's playing center for the Rockets. There's a bunch of teams like that, six, seven, six, eight guys playing center. You see how much different the NBA is, even compared to 
I mean, even like three, three to five years ago. I mean, look at 10 years ago, it's nowhere near the same. And then my number one takeaway is that the best player in basketball is still LeBron James. I think people are, are kind of going away from that. Um, you see, Luka's ridiculous. This guy might be the best player in basketball very soon. Very fun to watch, but people see him have that crazy game and they want to say he's the best. But uh, just seeing LeBron, you know, the last couple games, especially the Kobe game there, and when he wanted to, like, he just, I mean, he does what he wants when he wants. If he wants to go score on this possession, he's going to go score. Um, he's going to go, he's going to rebound over anybody. He's going to go the other end and block somebody, go down the other side and give a perfect pass. So I don't know. I think, I think we're not seeing 100% time of the time. We're not seeing the full goal LeBron. I think the only difference between today's LeBron and a few years ago is, is maybe energy. Maybe he gets tired a little earlier or he's saving that energy, but you can see when he, when he actually goes full go, he's he's still absolutely, it's still pure domination and it's still you know, ridiculous so uh, I think we're gonna see more and more of that uh, elite LeBron James uh, elite as, LeBron we, James. as we get uh, closer to the NBA finals so every step of the way but yes, that's my takeaways uh, I think with that like going going back to the first to game one where they lost I think like LeBron led the league in assists per game this year which is like I mean he, he was a good passer like everyone talked about how good of a passer he was but like He's never done that before. He's never led the league in assists per game. So um, he had like something ridiculous. He had, what did he? Have? I forgot how many assists he had. He had like I don't even know. He, he had like I think seventeen assists the first game, and they lost. Um, but I think like he was kind of like playing that role as like the facilitator. I mean, he is the point guard out there. But once he 10. realized they lost, ten point two assists. Yeah. Per game. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm saying like the game one, he had like seventeen assists. I think. Oh yeah. He but like. Know. But, uh, yeah, and they lost that game. So I think, like, after that, he's like, all right, well, I got to go back to just, like, taking over and, and shooting more shots and instead of passing the ball. And, like, that's what we're seeing now is him kind of going back to how he is usually in the playoffs. Yeah. He had 16 assists. He 16. You, 17, 17 rebounds? Uh, yeah, 17 rebounds. He had, he had what, 23 points? Yeah, what an absolute animal. Twenty and they lost. Twenty three points, seventeen rebounds, sixteen assists, and they lost. Anybody else got any That's more what... playoff takeaways so far? The Sixers oh, suck. Really. Well they Sixers didn't have Ben sucks. Simmons. They didn't have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. No, they suck. Uh but they would have Yeah, I mean they I were supposed to be really they were supposed help. to be hyped up because they got I mean they, they I mean they didn't have Ben Simmons, but like they got, they got Al Horford. Jimmy. Yeah, they got Al Horford. They got uh, Josh Richardson in the Jimmy trade. They Tobias. got Tobias Harris back, and like the team was looking pretty good. And they, that was just disappointing. They couldn't even pick up a game. And then also, was, well, the problem was, was they don't have a backup. Like Simmons plays point guard, obviously, and who was their next point guard? Shake Milton. I know that, that was kind of the problem. That's true. They still would have lost, the... but it went a lot, a lot closer. And then the Pacers fired Nate McMillan after getting swept. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the team. I thought the team performed really well this year. Like they have a solid group. I don't know if you put all the blame on the coach. I mean, they did get swept, so I mean it's yeah, part of his fault. But I don't I know, know if that roster yeah, should not get ripped. swept. I don't know. Yeah, the problem is I understand the firing, but uh, the problem is like who are you gonna get? Like, there's such a shortage. I feel like. Yeah. I think what else? I mean the the Nets were the Nets just didn't have. Enough at all. The Raptors, Raptors look pretty good without Kawhi. I mean, they're a good, solid team. Who's your like favorites the, to win before the playoffs started? And who's your favorite now to win it all? I had Bucks over Clippers. I was feeling the Clippers as well. Give me the heat. But after saying the, the heat, heat. you're taking the heat now. Give me, give me the heat. Uh, all right, let's be a little realistic over here, all right? And they're looking pretty the junkyard good. Junkyard dog kind of guy. Junkyard dog. I had the box, but I'm just a little worried about little worried about the shooting every step of the way. You know, they probably can get there, but I'm kind of feeling the – kind of thinking the Lakers now. I don't know. I had Bucks over Lakers. I'm thinking Lakers winning it, but it's it's going to come down to that Lakers, uh, Lakers, Clippers, Western Conference final, I, I think. That's that's gonna yeah. be the one. 
You saw was Bucks Clippers, and now I'm thinking uh, still probably Bucks, but Lakers. Lakers. So, yeah. LeBron's just been a beast. I'm going with the Heat, so. Still on the Heat. The Heat. Heat versus the Heat. I'm going with the Heat, so. <laughs> I can see. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, well, I think I don't, any I, of those Eastern teams can come out. I think yeah, for I think, the West, I, I, like I think the Raptors. It's the LA I like teams. the Raptors out of the East a little bit now. We'll see though. Just what but... if Raptors, Clippers, Kawhi versus the Raptors? Oh, that'd be if. that'd be nuts. That'd be sweet. And the Raptors won. That'd be hilarious. That would be oh. wild. Paul George finally stepped it up after getting ripped the last few games. Yeah, I don't know. It had to have been some sort of confidence thing, like oh, yeah. just the playoffs. Oh, you just they're, saying, they're saying. Oh yeah, saying, he's got to play. They're saying he had a shoulder injury, but like he looked fine yesterday. It's fine yesterday. MJ had the flu, okay? Come he barely on. missed any. <laughs> he barely missed any shots yesterday. Have you tried playing with the flu, Pete? Ah, uh, not not the flu. I don't think. Have you tried playing with the shoulder injury? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying like it's a little, little different. Days to go. I mean, yeah, the flu's flu definitely is tough to play with. But I mean, they're saying I'm just it's, it's like it's just, I know it's just, it's just shooting shoulder. That's not that's not shit. The, what did you just say? The yeah. shooting, the shooting shoulder. shoulder. The shit shoulder. If it's your shooting shoulder. I think I heard some shit shoulder in there. I don't no, know. I said shooting shoulder. I was zoning out. I'm ready for the next segment. That's what I was waiting oh, for. Okay. And uh, let's talk about Earl Thomas. What's going on with that guy? Like, I got Did to somebody fly. break this entire thing down? So, I don't even get it. So yeah. since, Chuck Clark blows his coverage. Blows his man coverage. Earl Thomas throws a little bitch fit. That's pretty much not it. Not happy about it. No, he's not happy. He, uh, no, uh, all seriousness though. Yeah, I know. I don't mind the players that kind of get, you know, they get on their teammates because they want they want them to be great. But I think he t- he definitely took it a, a bit far there. Uh, uh, just the took his helmet off and just threw it on yeah, the ground. A little much. Yeah, I don't mind like yelling at the guy and kind of getting <laughs> on the guy because you want him to be great. But yeah, I think he took it a little too far. Got in a fight with them, and I guess it wasn't the first time. So they sent him home, and they wanted to decide what to do with him. And they decided to cut him because they feel like they're in a good spot. They don't want anything kind of ruin, ruin the chemistry. And they feel they can get out of the $10 million guaranteed, which they possibly can, um, because he kind of violated something in his contract where he kind of violates some kind of team policy like that. If he's trouble within the, within the team there in the locker room like that, um, they can get out of it. So that's going to be an ongoing battle between Earl Thomas and the Ravens. The league's going to have to decide. Um, but potentially the Ravens could have, they may have to pay that 10 million to Earl Thomas still, or they can save that 10 million. Uh, they kind of have a hole there at free safety now, but Deshaun, they like Deshaun Elliott to step up, which I thought was a, he's a pretty good young prospect. So it actually potentially could work out. They got a great coach, Don Martindale. They got a solid defense. So that could work out. But so Earl Thomas becomes a free agent and he's still a free agent. It sounded like he was assigned with the Cowboys pretty early on. And that, that's a whole other thing because Ian Rapport's reporting that he won't sign with the cow or the Cowboys won't sign him. And then Jerry's coming out and saying that's bullshit. And then um, Schefter saying that the Cowboys do have interest still and Rapport saying that they don't have interest still. So that's, a whole, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Um, yeah, I th- you know, I I don't know. I don't know if he actually I don't I think there's a chance he goes unsigned to start the year. I think there's a chance. I think some teams might be scared that he could ruin some chemistry cuz I don't know. I don't know where his head's at right I'd now. I take him. Yeah, I'd take him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'd take Bring him. him to the Bears. Uh, bring him to the Bears. Bring him to the Bears. Who who's playing strong, Eddie or Earl Thomas? They're both free safeties. Uh, I mean, I think I will, they can make Earl it work, Thomas, but I think yeah, I think well, what what they're doing with uh, their secondary right now is that both of them are kind of back and forth, so that way it doesn't it it doesn't give a uh, a specific look for the quarterback. Like, so if he sees Eddie in the back in the in center field, like he knows that it's just going to be Eddie back there. I don't know. It's Bear, Bears got both players playing free safety. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. I think ever since he got stiff-armed by Derrick Henry twice in one play, it's just been oh, downhill. I knew you were going to bring that up. I think ever since <laughs> he was it. caught in bed with his 
brother and another lady kind of went downhill. Wait, he was Nothing. in bed Nothing. with his brother? <laughs> what? Yeah. That one, yeah. That's actually a thing? Was, yes. Yeah. I knew he got... I that, thought, was, that was after yeah, the stiff arm, right? That was after the stiff <laughs> I knew the whole. I knew about the whole story, like what he was running with his brother, but I didn't know they were. At, he was actually in the bed with his brother. Yes. That's a yes. whole other. That's a whole other problem. We'll have to get to when we next time we talk yeah, to Earl. Brothers, we're gonna have to talk brothers. to him about that. They're brothers, okay? They're brothers. They're brothers and teammates. Yeah, I, teammates I knew about that teammates. whole thing, like how we, I. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know he was in the bed with his own brother. I didn't. I didn't know that one. <laughs> we'll have to talk to him about that shit. I don't know. Breaking it. What if that just that game if we just started some sort of rumor? No, yeah. it's real. It's real. We might that's just real. That. That's real. You might come fight Junior over there. This is new Chuck Should Clark. I Google Earl Thomas in bed with his brother? Yes. Yes. Earl Google it. Right Thomas. Now. 100%. Earl Thomas bed brother. <laughs> That's a great search. That's a great search. Uh, Don't delete that one. When police arrived, they said Nina Thomas, Earl Thomas' wife, was chasing him around with the pistol. According to court documents, Nina Thomas said she caught Earl Thomas and his brother Seth Thomas naked in a bed with another woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew they. I thought they got caught. Like I thought they got caught. Yeah, doing something with women, but I didn't know they were in the. I didn't know they were both nude in the same bed. <laughs> They're brothers, though. Yeah. They're brothers. They're actual They're brothers. teammates. They're teammates. They're teammates. Yeah, it looks, looks like Seth Thomas is a better teammate to Earl than Chuck Clark. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we want that on the Bears roster. I don't know. It's a little, uh, you your mind. A little much for me. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That's, that's, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's not the kind of teammate I want. <laughs> you were literally on board. You were on board yeah, two seconds ago. Two, something happened. I don't know what happened in between there, but something happened. <laughs> My mind's blown over here. Oh, man. <laughs> and so, where would you like to see Earl Thomas? Where do you think he's going to end up? I'll take him on the Bay or something. <laughs> Uh, I, no, it's definitely gonna be a contender that need. That's I can't believe the Cowboys. I can't believe the Cowboys said that they were in them. Who's recording that? Oh my god! Wait, funny guy, I'm so lost, Dan. What is your deal? It was a joke. Just after all that, after all that, I'm back in the bear. Oh man, I can't believe. <laughs> Now I'm even more confused. You just gave me more questions. Oh, How are you man. confused? It's, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> You're funny, man. Thanks, just man. taking it that serious over there. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. all right. We're good. Well, nah. we need right. a few cacaws over here or what? No, not yet. I think we're okay for a little bit. Um, so, Earl Thomas, where do you think he's going? Where do you want him to go? I just thought I that was the, Cowboys. Also the, trans- the transition. <laughs> yeah, I went back to yeah, it. Yeah, Cowboys. I was, was going to say, I thought we were getting to this earlier, but I was going to say, which which two teams in the NFL just take take on these these crazy guys like this? Seahawks. Patriots. Patriots. Seahawks and the Patriots. All right. Yeah, and who else? Patriots could. Cowboys? The Cowboys do, too. What about Randy Gregory? What about they took Alden Smith? It's one too many, though. One too many trouble. Yeah, and Zeke think... with his belly hanging out. Yeah, Zeke, right, right, no, right. Zeke had problems, too. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I was thinking, like, Seahawks and Cowboys, or you guys said Patriots, too. I don't really think about the Patriots, but I think the Patriots are good at safety, and obviously the Seahawks are good at safety now, so. Yeah, but isn't Chung sitting out? And Earl Thomas was from Seattle, and I think, uh, Kind of the way that ended was not good either. I don't think he wants to go back there, so maybe he does with Jamal Adams. I don't know, but well, I think, uh, Patriots idea. I think no, I didn't say the Patriots. I was saying I was saying the Cowboys really. Me and Aaron are saying Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Patriots. Uh, thinking Cowboys, but also I take a look at who's running the defense for the Chargers. It's Gus Bradley. He was on the staff in Seattle when the Legion of Boom was going on. And pairing Earl Thomas with Derwin James would be something. That would be something. And same thing 
with the Falcons. Dan Quinn was also on that coaching staff, defensive coaching staff with the Seattle Seahawks with Earl Thomas. So basically, Gus Bradley, Dan Quinn, huge Earl Thomas guys. I don't know if they're huge Seth Thomas guys, but they're huge Earl. I don't know if that matters to Earl Thomas, but they're huge Earl Thomas guys. We don't guys. know if Earl's... He- <laughs> can't even say Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what, 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 what are you saying? They're teammates, all right? They're teammates. They're teammates, all right? <clears throat> okay, all right. So we, we heard a little cowboy action. We heard a little Patriots, maybe some Chargers, Falcons. Somebody said the Bears Somebody earlier. Somebody threw the Bears out there. I don't know if that still stands, <laughs> but... Uh, think about it. <laughs> think about it. Uh, all right, let's move on to a segment called NFL False Positives. What the hell is that, you ask? I don't know. Junior. We don't even know. Junior, what is it? We don't even know. I don't know. I just kind of had this this thought about all these teams that just kind of feel like, um, I don't know, they had just a, kind of like a big hole. And they either, I don't know, like think a guy's going to step up, but in reality probably not. Or they fill it so with a free agent. So you're saying so like team- the Cowboys having ha ha Clinton Dix, you think that's a false positive because they thought right. it's a big hole that's filled. And right. gonna- they think they they think they got the safety position kind of filled, but meanwhile they're I don't know. Does it have to be about of- like players or can it be about like teams or Yeah, it could be like general right. yeah, don't, don't matter. What do you got? I mean I so just kind of like the first thing you that just came thought to of my the mind idea made right? me think of it. No 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 no. What made me think of it is just like I think like David Montgomery is like Obviously, he got hurt today. The news came out, but before that, before that news came out, everyone thought he was going to be like something special this year. And I don't know. I just kind of don't think he's going to underwhelm. I don't think people were really if necessarily he was like super high up on him. They just know that they were going to utilize him more because, like, the whole like redrawing of the run scheme for the team. Uh, getting was that uh, Castillo? What's his What's his first name? I can never remember it. It was the Ravens' uh, old. Offensive line coach. Bears offensive line coach. Yeah, but I think he was on the Ravens or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think everyone's kind of like more hyped that they're going to be running the ball rather than just doing uh, like play actions and shit like that. So I don't right, know. I, like, I could see him being decent. Running play think... calls and actually effectively running the ball are two different things. Yeah. You got any other ones? How about, that was the first one that came to my mind. How about the Browns about... offensive line? The Browns off. I think the I, Browns offense in general. <laughs> I think maybe. I okay. The Browns offense line definitely improved, but I, I think people just because they went out and spent big money on Conklin and because they drafted Wills in the first round, I think people are like, okay, it's fixed. Like, no, not really how it works. Conklin's still gonna be. He's gonna be trouble in the pass for pass protection. Still, he's good, trouble. He's trouble. Um, <laughs> we seen it in practice already too. He's getting beat by the, some of those edge rushers. But uh, good run, good run blocker. But then you get Wills. Very I like I, I like Wills a lot. Um, but it's a rookie. He's moving from right tackle to left tackle. So I mean, how much better? It's going to be a little better. But I think people are thinking a little too highly of kind of the additions, like right away. You know, maybe it's definitely something that's going to be a much much improved in a year or two. Even with these same guys, maybe not right away. And then Junior brought in the offense in general. Yeah, people think, all right, Kitchens is gone. Now they got Stefanski. Stefanski likes to use running backs. That's great. But sometimes he gets a little carried away with the running backs. So maybe it's not all that great with the actual receivers. And we've seen, the receivers, we've seen Odell, Jarvis Landry, or who they tell on the Cardinal sideline, come get me. So they had a problem not getting the ball. Could hop, could come up again. Um, but, yeah, and it's kind of going back to Freddie Kitchens. Everyone wanted Freddie Kitchens to be the coach at this time last year or the – before the offseason last year. They wanted him to be the head coach, and just partway through the season, everyone hates him. They don't want him. So, and now now it's all fixed because they got Stefanski. Uh, I'm not doubting them, but I just slow your roll a little bit. That's what I'll say. I think I slow your roll. Slow, slow your, your roll. roll. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was, a great, that was a great segment. That was a great segment. Great the segment's segment. done? No, I was talking about the no, slow roll. Your roll. Oh, all right, all right. Pete, yeah. Pete knows. Pete. <laughs> He's gonna be the slow roll. roll. We're I'm still trying to think of. Uh, yeah, we're bringing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got one here for my own team. I'm putting my bias cap on. 
Oh, okay. Well, I think, now we, I think now we know it's trouble, but at the time we thought it was a good idea. But getting Vic Beasley opposite of Harold Landry, we thought, well, this guy got 16 and a half sacks, whatever the hell it was. And well, I don't know when it was, a couple of years ago, but like he's got a one-year prove-it deal here. I mean, if he doesn't really prove it here, he's going to be – I mean, the rest of his career, he's probably going to be just a role, a role player, or like a backup player, or like a situ- situational rusher. So I mean, he's got to, he's got to either perform or it's going to be that he's going to get a bunch of small contracts. Like we thought it was a good idea because he has a lot of potential, but it's just been a disaster so far. He's just like showing up to camp late, and now he's he hasn't even practiced yet. He's, he hasn't passed his physical. I don't know what that means. So I think that's kind of a, a false positive for the Titans. They thought they were going to fix fix the, the, the edge rushing problems, but still yet to be seen. I'm going to go with the Colts in general. The I'm Colts. not believing in this Philip Rivers hype, as they say. That mother freaker? That mother freaker, That mother yeah. freaking hype. How do you, how do you say they're uh, Sirianni? Nick Sirianni? They're, is that their offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, but Frank Reich's kind of running the show there. Yeah, but they still as an offensive coordinator. I feel like, well, I don't know. I just feel like it's just not going to blend well um, if he's going to be kind of listening to him. He's a younger coach, and Rivers is kind of stubborn. We know that. So maybe the relationship won't be there, but I don't know. I'm just trying to make shit up for the segment. Any coach in the <laughs> San Diego? <laughs> well, I actually, yeah, I actually could branch off. He was like a, he was like just a quarterback's uh, coach. So I don't know. I, I don't could know. actually, I, uh, <laughs> no, I actually kind of can branch off that a little bit. I think we yeah, have Frank Reich coached Rivers for a bit. It was, it was actually in Rivers prime, like his best years. Uh, and Frank Reich is that coach now with the Colts and he's going to call the offense. But I see your point with now Phillip Rivers has got to the point where like it almost feels like he kind of runs the show, like he's the veteran. So um, is Frank Wright going to control the offense? You know, that staff, I should say, going to control the offense, the play calling, or is Rivers going to control it? Like who's got more? Because we seen we see those quarterbacks out there that really make the calls, and I think Phillip Rivers has been. Will he be now? And I actually brought that up in a recent video is that I don't really want Phillip Rivers like – running it I really like even though you think he should because he's a veteran he's a potential future Hall of Famer um I feel I fear he's gonna check out of place too much because this team is built to dominate the run game they're gonna run the ball run the ball and that's gonna open up the pass but I think Philip Rivers is gonna check out of that and he wants to go for that deep shot you know I feel like that's Philip Rivers mentality and that's just not gonna work with the Colts so I see what you're saying there and I think I kind of agree with well I don't know if yes. I don't know if you think Philip Rivers should run it or not but I kind of agree that that could be a problem I mean that was kind of my that was kind yeah, of yeah. My shtick yeah like just Philip Rivers in general I don't think is gonna be the big hole I mean obviously an upgrade from what they had last year but there's, you can argue both sides, up. though, I think, because how good that offensive line is, and the offensive line could have been the reason he was turning the ball over so much that maybe he improves. Um, it's going to be tough to do it in one year, one year, and it might be the only year. So that's going to be interesting. They, yeah, I keep saying, but the Colts are kind of like all over the place. Like There's some really good spots. You know, The offensive line's great. The running game be pretty good, but it's not really a running league anymore. Um, and then you look at the defense. I mean, you have studs with – Darius Leonard and uh, DeForest Buckner, but then you're kind of all over the place with uh, some of these other players. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot to like and there's a lot to dislike, and it's a team that you don't really know what to expect from. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody got anything else or false positives? The, the league's uh, coronavirus response. A lot of false positives. <laughs> yeah? How so? <sighs> Was it seventy-seven false positives? Literally, Bears had a scare the other day, saying like eleven players had tested positive. Then all of a sudden, it came out that the league has actually been giving out false positives. So like, teams have been freaking out. Yeah, the Vikings had twelve mix of players and coaching staff uh, false positive. (laughs) Yeah. It's ridiculous. What's going on with that lab? Was a New Jersey lab? Like, what are they doing? Rig it for the They're pumping in Rona. <laughs> They're pumping it yeah, in. Yeah, Joe from Long Island working out there. Yeah, it must be. Okay. Joey, if you're listening, good to see you, brother. <laughs> good, to see, good to see you, brother. Good to see you, brother. 
Any more false positives? Who was? I mean, Tom Brady, Buccaneers. You think that's how's that going to work out? I'm confident about it. I think you'll. I think the who team kind of like regardless. Here's the like, here's uh, the thing. Who isn't as good between him and Gronk? Who isn't as good? Like, what do you mean? Who's like isn't? You know what I mean? Who's better who signing? Two more. Or... Like who? Who's more underwhelming out of the two? I mean, probably Gronk because I think they limit him. I mean, definitely Gronk because I don't know. I Brady's got the weapons. I saw and... some. I saw some some clips of practice like. Some good stuff from Gronk, and I also seen some like just like he just doesn't look right out there stuff. Like the way he's moving, doesn't doesn't look good. Mm. How's he moving, Pete? Uh, like he's old, and, like stiff. They're not oily. You're saying not oily. The hips are not oily gotcha. enough. Does, does gotcha. Brady's hips look oily? Oh, his are always oily. That's good. That's weird. <laughs> a little weird. Not as weird, weird as Earl Thomas situation, though. Let me tell you, I don't think anything's beating that. True. I don't think anything's beating that. You guys didn't believe us. Yeah, I, I remember hearing the story. I just, for some reason, I didn't think uh, we're past it now. We're past it. We're past. <laughs> we're past it. I'm not trying to circle back you're still, here. Still, you're still in shock. You're yeah. Still in shock over that. <laughs> All right, one more segment. Before we wrap it up, before the caca, we got worst thing. <laughs> we got worst thing about no fans. Let's go around the room, even though we're not together in a room. We're gonna go around the room, and worst thing about no fans. Wait, is this in is this in all sports or is this the NFL? Uh, I was just thinking NFL, but all you right. could use all sports. Let's do NFL. Yeah. All right. Well, the ob- Can we get the obvious out of the way that it creates home field advantage for some teams that? We'll have them. Shut up, nerd. Nerd? Of course. Shut up, nerd. Dan can't go to the game. (laughs) Dan can't go to the Bears game. Is that one of them? Uh, Actually, I I went a little bit more deeper than that, man. All right, let's hear it. Give it to us. Give it to me now. This is in the perspective of the player. When, uh, like, if if you're at home... Crowd is cheering. Obviously, there's going to be no crowd, but running through the tunnel. Imagine Ray Lewis doing his spiel to an empty stadium. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. I don't know. Let me stop you there. I think Ray Lewis is four games. The crowd's going nuts. Let me stop you there, the though. Fireworks. Let me stop you there. Ray Lewis is a psychopath, all right? When he's that guy's <laughs> amped up. He was, when he's on the field, unconfirmed. That's unconfirmed. Uh, I I like me a psychopath on the football field, right? When he's in the moan, in the mode, he he doesn't matter if there's fans. In the mood. There. He's in the mood, which was always he's in a he's gonna hype up his teammates. He's gonna All right, be hyped so everybody up. but Ray Lewis. Okay, that's fair. Fair. Yeah, but just imagine running out. Like, are they gonna do like the little firework thing? They're gonna run like I'm just picturing the bears. They have a giant bear that they run through, and like I I. It's just it's just gonna be weird. What are they just gonna go up to the field and just line up on the fifty yard line, do the national anthem, and start playing? I guess weird. So. Weird man. Uh, that's I, say I didn't really think about that. I got a good one here. I got a good one. If you're done over there, yeah, I'm done. Um, like w- when we're watching on TV, like what's what's the camera gonna go on? Like you know, sometimes you know they put it on a fat ass guy with his huge knockers and he's got his face painted and that, you know, what are they going to, what are they going to put the camera on? They got nothing to Joe put Buck. on. There's the, Joe, Joe Buck. Buck. <laughs> there's, there's nobody with signs replays out there. Galore. Yeah. Yeah. Replays, uh, probably more commercials. Uh, more commercials. Uh, MLB has kind of done that. They do like They're a do it soccer picture in too. picture. What are they doing? In the soccer? bleachers. Soccer oh, like yeah, tarps the bleachers. Yeah. That's no bueno. All right, Pete. What do you got, Pete? Uh, it's kind of hard to, like, come up with stuff. Just kind of going off of, like, home field advantage thing. Like, do you guys – I'll ask you this. Do you guys believe in momentum? Oh, yeah. No, Pete just got deep on us. What? No, Pete just got deep on us. Pete, Some momentum is not something to believe in. That's the law. That's yeah, some people, some, people, some, some people don't believe in like momentum <laughs> was, like that, that but like deep, man. I feel you like believe in violence, <laughs> in speed, <laughs> speed. 
No, but like, right, some, people don't, point, some people don't believe in, like, momentum. Like, when momentum swings, like, there's, I don't know, like, that's... What's part of, like, momentum swinging? Like, obviously, like, a team makes a play, but, like, I think the fans crowd... Fans back like, into the game. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, fans getting back in the game is, like, that, like the players could, like, feel that. I don't think, like... They, they're not, not really going to feel it as much. And, like, the announcers are going to be like, wow, this pumped-in crowd noise is just going absolutely bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's going to have an effect on the game a little bit. Some some teams like might make a play like where the, it could be a momentum swing, but they're not they're not really feeling it, and it just doesn't just doesn't help them, you know, overcome that deficit they're in. Yeah, I got another one. Unless Ant's got one, Junior. I mean, for me, it's just it's gonna be it's just so weird that they're like they make like so, uh, pumping and crowd noise sound so easy. Like all the stadiums just do it already. Well, I mean, they all got yeah. speakers, and they all got some sound effects, and yeah. But they got sound effects of, like, the crowd, though, which is weird. Madden does. Well, I'm sure it's pretty they probably uh, Didn't they get it from, like, EA or something like that? Yeah, I mean, they, I'm sure they could. I think NBA got it from 2K. Yeah. So. Professional pumpers. Well, I got another one. I got, a, I got another one, right? And this is not necessarily about no fans but about the virus in general mm. the so there's you already know you already know there's going to be a team uh offensive team or a defensive uh, return for a touchdown that has a social distanced celebration in the end zone oh, and i am not for that not even for if it's it. for my own team it's going to be it's going to be like i i guarantee i don't know what's going to look like but i guarantee teams <laughs> are planning it they want to be the first to do it some sort of rona celebration is what you're saying yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, whatever team. Celebrations. I was just thinking of celebrations all of a sudden. I was just thinking, what if, what if a player just, like, threw the ball at the stage? You also just like, throw the ball at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> throw the ball at the stage. Just no one there. Yeah, that's why Cam Newton's not going to work out with the Patriots, because how is he going to oh. give the ball to a kid? Can't do it. Uh, they, get a, they get a sponsorship they, of FedEx. They put it in a box, sign for it, and then FedEx tra- guy just goes off with it. It's good thinking. Or they get a cutout, like a cutout of a of a kid wearing a Cam Newton jersey, and you can just go and give it to the cutout. <laughs> yeah. But is it going to feel the same? Why not? You should probably let one kid in to every Patriot home game. Just for Cam Newton. Just chilling right gets all the balls. His, his parents don't get to come. Just one kid in there. Well, you could me me could fit like you could probably put like four kids in there and like just socially distance them in the end zones. I just don't want any of those kids in the Packers game, in the Packers stadium, because the one might start licking the walls. Yeah, that's not good yeah. with the virus going on. No, that kid should be banned. Definitely not. Pretty sure we talked about the same kid last podcast. But that is but... something that we're gonna miss. That fans are not in the stadium though. I'm gonna miss that. Yeah. Anybody? Anyone gonna have any other ones? I got, I got, I got, I got another one. Go ahead, go, go for it. The Lambo Leap. We were just talking about the talking about the Ooh. Packers and Lambo Leap. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. Are they gonna still do it? You're gonna miss the Lambo Leap, or you're not gonna miss it? I, I, I like you know as a as a sports fan, it's a tradition that they're not gonna be able to do anymore. I'm glad it's not gonna be against the Bears, but. I guarantee somebody's gonna try and do it like jokingly, like go and just jump into the stands. But like that's a Guaranteed. iconic thing, and we're Guaranteed. not gonna have that anymore. Guaranteed. Which is more guaranteed, the Lambo leap or the uh, Corona the, celebration? Uh, Corona celebration. Corona I don't know what somebody's gonna do. For I think the Lambo leap definitely is guaranteed. Maybe like stand six feet apart and like pretend to put hand sanitizer on or some shit. So Ooh, I actually have that's a good one. That's a good one. This is so lame. Leave it in your sock. <laughs> or your jock, I don't know. Just... No, that, that wouldn't be a good post. idea. If it leaks, you're you're done. You'd be pure though. You'd be pretty pure if it did leak. Yeah. Right. So pure. Be on fire. Yeah. Emma leaps guaranteed. Pete's got another one. Pete, what do you got over there? Guarantee someone punts the ball in the stands too. That's just that's gonna be gold. Are they gonna spread out the sidelines? 
What do you mean spread? Um, I don't know. Like the teams themselves, are they going to be like more spread out? That's a good question. Yeah, I wonder if there are Baseball's a lot. Baseball's not really doing that. Um, you know, there's always like obviously didn't players that aren't active and they're all over the sideline. Like, I wonder if those players yeah. are, like not going to be allowed. I mean, they have to wear stands. Like, uh, oh, soccer. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, and uh, baseball Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals had uh, their players sitting in the stands. Like after yeah. a doubleheader, they're just sitting in the stands. Yeah, that's not a bad idea there. All right, last last uh, thing that I'm going to miss. They might still do it, actually, but the flyovers at the National Anthem. Mm. Usually that's for, like, the audience, a lot of money to do that. They're just not going to probably do that just for the players, but that's that's iconic right there, too. Flyovers during the National Anthem is one of the greatest, one of the coolest things in sports. I think they'll do it still. think so? Uh... Maybe for, like, big games, but maybe not for, uh, like... They used to do it at the Bears noon games like all the time. Every other home game. Uh, are they bringing the, um, you know, when teams run out of the tunnel, they have the like the towers with the fire spitting on Wasn't there a problem last year? One got caught on fire or something? Titans game. Titans game. And they like kind of banned yep. them from the NFL. Did those ever come back? We're bringing them back? I don't know what we need them for if no one's in the stands. For the players, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Is that for the players or is that for like looks? For I don't I don't know what those are for. It's for looks. It's an amenity. It's not. It's not uh, required. You can feel the mm. heat on those things. I just remember. Oh yeah. And your in your seats at the Bears game, you could just feel those things, and I guess kind of close, but that's crazy. Absolutely you crazy. Lose your eyebrows. You can kill somebody with those things. Be all right, man. Yeah. Anybody? Anything else before we sign off? Nothing. A stadium hot dog. You're not going to be able to get your stadium hot dog. I won't be able to get the stadium hot dog. Uh, I usually don't eat in the stadium, man. I'm usually just glued watching the game. Oh, he's glued on the uh, hot dog. Do you stock up before the game starts, though? What do you mean by that? Do you like... On food? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take tailgate and have, like... So what we'll do... what What our tradition is, right... Is, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to the stadium pretty early and grill out. We have everyone brings different food, and then uh, you could actually bring food into the stadium. So you don't have to keep buying like you know nine dollar hot dogs. And so. Fifteen beers later, you're passed out at midfield. Usually, yeah, uh, butt naked. <laughs> With Earl Thomas' and sh- brother, and then singing Shapoopy, Shapoopy. Great time. Great time. I love how you're just you're like you're just finding out about this right now. I'm yeah. just making it I'm making it a joke. <laughs> like it's I'm like it's just late so, on it. That's what I was gonna say, it's just so old. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't even know. It's good stuff. This though. is I mean, old It's news. not good stuff. It's not. But it's but it is. Good content. Good stuff, man. But singing Shapoopy at midfield, yeah, that's good good stuff. You got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. All right. I think that wraps it up. That was, that was a good one. That whole Earl Thomas segment. People are going to love that. But, uh, yeah, you can check us out on YouTube. Full NFL coverage in season. It's getting closer. We'll have picks every single week with all of us right here. I can't wait. That's going to do it for this one. Thanks He's for going listening. to the Bears. Goodbye. <laughs> He's still on this.